Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to SpinFL. What's up, y'all? It's Jonathan Rollins. Excuse me, Zara. Two Americans living in Sweden. Talk about football. Oh, hell yeah. How you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty good, man. I'm, I'm good, considering I was up in the middle of the night watching uh, watching a football game. Oh, really? Was it was it good? Uh, it was a good result. How was that guy, that, that kid from Notre Dame? I heard uh, he was, he's supposed to be really good. Yeah, man. Uh, he's he... probably having dreams right now of dolphins running after him. He's... <laughs> <laughs> dolphin <only> is his, <laughs> dolphin is his least favorite animal yes, in yes. the animal kingdom. He just withdrew his uh, his donation, his monthly donation to the Sea Quar- Miami Seaquarium. He's like, right. fuck that. He's like, I'm out. Dolphins can all I'm out on dolphins. <laughs> fuck that shit. <laughs> yeah, man, felt good, man. Uh, uh, of course, everybody. People act like it was a possibility that the Saints defense will be able to. Hold Miami, and you know, uh, but there was no way they forget about the Miami defense. But we'll get into that later. Oh yeah. Um, ready? Uh, how was your Christmas? Yeah, I, I guess we talked about it, but it was on the Patreon. That's why I feel. Yeah, like... I mean, I yeah, I survived Christmas. It was good. Okay, good. Um, Same here. <clears throat> it was. Uh, yeah, it was mellow. It was cozy. It was cool. No, no drama. Good food, obviously. Yeah. Same. Same. We. Um. I'm. I'm thinking about possibly. Doing a 24th Christmas and then a 25th Christmas for all the gifts from my um, from my family. Mm. We do that. we did something different this year that I had always wanted to do because it reminded me. So normally, yeah, like these Swedes, we get together on the 24th right. with the whole family and everyone's opening gifts. And by when I say the whole family, it's my family, it's my wife's parents, and then her sister, mm-hmm. who's also married and has two younger kids. Now, while that's all fine and good, I mean, when I celebrated Christmas as a kid, we would have our own, like, we would start by having our immediate family do Christmas, like, mm-hmm. open presents together. Right. Like, just my mom and my dad and my brothers. Yeah. Uh, and then we would go to the grandparents' house, like, in the afternoon and kind of do Christmas again. Yeah, that's kind of how we did it. We never do that here. But we did that this year. Well, um, we kind of do that here. And I kind of, I, I liked it. I was like... We'll get like the next generation or like the, the all the kids' kids <clears throat> together. Yeah. For me it's it comes down to like like the people in my immediate family, as much as I enjoy the rest of her family, uh, and as also as much as I appreciate the fact that they're not nearly as crazy as my family. <laughs> like I really yeah. appreciate that about them. Yeah. Um I these three people that I have you know, obviously my wife who I chose to spend a life with mm-hmm. and these two little humans that I created these are literally the three like like my three favorite people on the planet mm. right so yeah. why wouldn't I want to celebrate yeah. like to have a, a moment like a Christmas moment with just them with nobody else like kind of watering it down so to speak yeah makes sense um, so yeah no offense to the other people nah, fuck them 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but no, it was cool. It was nice. We had a nice little moment in the morning. I hooked I my my whole family was very surprised at the gifts that I got them. Yeah. I posted it on the th- my wife has decided that Derrick Henry is her favorite player, so I got her a Derrick Henry t shirt. Uh got my yeah. daughter a Bengals t shirt. Shame about his injury. He could have really won MVP today. I know, we could have won that bet. Uh and then for my son I got a in Chubb We Trust t shirt. Yeah, so cool, which man. I was very tempted to get one myself. Uh yeah, so they were surprised. Nice. It was cool. Good, man. We did uh my kids are understanding it now, so it's um insane. That morning Tanner came and right. all that stuff. But yeah, football happened. It happened all over the place. It was a good weekend of football. And it was like Christmas Day football, which yeah. was nice. That was actually my favorite part. You know, we did the whole Christmas thing and then um obviously we were done. Um and then we're home by ten o'clock. Yeah. So that I could sit down and uh, and watch the Christmas night game, which was lovely. Yes, it was. Um, it was lovely, and the fact that uh, that was the t- t- I guess we'll go to the game, but mm. that was a it was fun to wake up the next. I didn't watch it live, but it was fun to wake up and then mm. check it out the next morning. Yeah, the first game was actually uh, Thursday night. Um, you said you got your ass kicked <clears> and flip them, pick them. So oh, I'd that's like to, true. I'd like to hear about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Don't try to dodge that shit, man. You, <laughs> we did not actually <laughs> reveal the results last week. So, yeah, you're right. It was a mistake. Anyway, you beat my ass 11 to 5 oh, this week. Oh, I got to hit. Oh, my 11 God. 11 to 5, baby. Mm-hmm. You lose. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> I lost, and all the children of the world cheered. <laughs> Uh, because the the horrible bearded scary man lost in flip him and pick him week sixteen. Uh, first game, I picked the 49ers to beat the Titans. Uh, that did not happen. Mm. Uh, the Titans won twenty to seventeen. I can't believe you. Th- oh, I can believe it actually. <laughs> they were on a roll. Yeah, they were yeah. on a roll, and the Titans were yeah. kind of like not on yeah, a roll. They're still kind of sputtering. Uh, but what I did not factor in was that. Fat, big-boned Randy was going to step in and save the day with a last-second 44-yard field goal, uh, which was a much-needed win. Um, yeah, did did not look like it was going to go their way until the second half. Like they st- yeah. they had a bad start to the game. They were they were down. It was ten zero, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Is yeah. this like? Yeah. I mean, elephant mm-hmm. in the room, Shanahan. Mm-hmm. Come from behind. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Takes a lead and then the other team lets another team back in it. <clears throat> Offensive genius. Oh yeah, don't just get throwing me, it out there. Don't get me started on that. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, it, that's what I thought of as I was watching. It's like, oh yeah, they're gonna come back, mm-hmm. and they're gonna help our bet, which is still alive. Mm-hmm. Two weeks left and it's still alive. Oh my gosh, I know it's a little crazy. Um, so I got that right. I mean, they were getting absolutely murdered until they were getting outgained the Titans. Uh, 200 to 50 uh, at the half. Wow. And I'm not really sure what Mike Vrabel said to them at, at halftime. I, I can only imagine it was something like, I don't know, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> Could you please get your heads out of your asses and play some fucking football? Yeah. Um, uh, I, Tannehill's pocket presence has to be bottom six of the <laughs> of the league. Yeah, he's right in there it's with Matt, like, oh, him and Matt Ryan. They're oh, in there. my God. Oh, my yeah, God. they're in there together. <laughs> Well, whatever he said, it worked because they had more yeah. yards in the third. Uh, they had more yards in the first third quarter drive than they did 
in the whole game up to that point. Oh, wow. A.J. Brown came out in the second half. And destroyed me And just fantasy. went absolutely <laughs> insane. Yeah. Uh, six receptions, 121 yards. Uh, Tannehill sort of salvaged his day in the end, obviously. 22 for 29, 209 yards, touchdown, no picks. Um that whole narrative over the last few games where everyone was was piping up about how Garoppolo was contributing, you know, to this nice win streak, playing mistake-free football, that kind of went out the window uh with that like it kind of you sort of throw it in the trash after this game. The yeah. same way you would. You remember in Amer- that that you know what the people were asking me about the American Christmas table. Yeah. Like, what's the worst thing on the Christmas table? And I was like, <laughs> oh, that's easy. It's the congealed salad. You know that weird congealed <laughs> salad. It's like Jello uh. with um all kinds of inexplicable things yeah. trapped inside of it. Yeah. Right. D- that that don't belong on no table. <clears throat> that's like Jimmy G. Like get that shit out of here. Get that shit out of here. <laughs> Uh, that's it. Jim, Jimmy G is the congealed salad of NFL quarterbacks. Because, you know, in, in my opinion, when it comes to that, it's like y- you're just not going to want that. <laughs> Which I don't even know where that is anymore. There you're is. just not going to want that. Exactly. Uh, the reason that it was hard to find stuff on here is because we did add more sounds to the soundboard, a lovely soundboard. And you'll probably hear some uh, right. pretty soon. Uh, Jimmy G was 26 for 35, 322 yards, one touchdown, but two picks. Yeah. Debo was a beast again. Uh, he did his part, nine receptions, 159 yards. George Kittle was a complete non-factor. Uh, yes, yes. I Three noticed. targets, two receptions, 21 yards. Uh, That's probably the focal point, though. Yeah. <clears throat> well, and then, of course, you brought it up already, but, you know, the genius Kyle Shanahan deciding to go for it on fourth down. Uh, even, even after their fourth and one got turned into a fourth and six following a false start. I thought for sure they'd kick it then. There's your three points that you needed yeah. to win the game. Like what? Talk about a shitty congealed salad. <laughs> like what the fuck kind of decision is that? Man, I saw so much of that this weekend. I guess it's, 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 we can just give up on the, uh, the old way, man. Yeah. The, what we thought was the common sense way to weigh the, uh, the the pros versus cons and look at it and say you know what let's take the points it seems like let's take the points is turned into let's you know get that touchdown even no matter what and they yeah, go yeah, for it I thought about this a little bit over the weekend like why this bothers me so much it's not that I have I don't have an issue with the whole analytics movement I really don't what I have a problem with and this is a problem that I have that extends beyond football. Mm. When anybody comes at me with this almost like sort of biblical yeah, like exactly. devotion to any kind of whether it be analytics or you know, I don't know, whatever, anything. If you come at me with this like, oh, we have found this thing. This is the way. And it is written in stone. Yeah. It's like yeah. Right. So, yeah, I agree. Don't fucking come at me. And with and with the and then it also absolves them of uh, responsibility. Exactly. When they That's do, a great point. When they do what the analytics people said, well, he did. He made the hey, right call. Hey, they, they, he made the right call. It didn't work, but that doesn't mean it's the wrong call. It, it's exactly what it means. It didn't work, and they lost. I feel like we're gonna have this conversation again when we get to the Ravens game. Definitely, uh, because all those like a hot takes games. of like, well, he didn't just because he didn't make it. What does mean it was the wrong call? Is now looking 
like I'd be really curious. Like this is this is why I hate these people so much. Yeah. Because even after <laughs> you have like a two week time span to think about it, and you have the Ravens on the outside looking in on a playoff position, you're really gonna sit here and tell me like mm. you haven't changed your mind? No, bro. No. no. It was the right no. call. It was the right call then. The right call. It's the right call now. It's always it's the right gonna call. It's going to be the right call next year. It's going to be the right <laughs> call 50 years from now. It's like, you're a fucking moron. If you can't change your mind about something, you're an idiot. They're like, you have to do that. You have to kick the, you have to go for the fourth down. Huh. <laughs> That's what I say every time. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Uh, uh, anyway, we, we can get to that a little bit yeah. later. Uh, Packers Browns, man. Damn, the Packers won that game. Yes. They did. Barely. <laughs> <laughs> and you picked it. Uh, I picked the Packers, right? You picked yeah. the Packers to win this game. Unfortunately, man. Uh, it was a great first drive by the Browns to take the early league. Uh, my man, former Bulldog Nick Chubb, was cooking. Yeah, yeah. Browns D came out, stopped the Packers on the first drive. Uh, and on the second drive, Baker throws a terrible deep shot pick to swing the momentum of the game. Uh, Baker pl- was throwing them picks. Oh, my God. A few plays later, Aaron Rodgers throws his 443rd touchdown pass to Alan Lazard, passing Brett Favre for most in uh, Packers history. Wow. Um, that was, um, yeah, that was special. Yeah, nice, man. <clears throat> uh, but Baker responded to the moment with a 10-play drive that ended with yet another interception. <laughs> Uh, by sailing one over a wide open receiver. You are trash! Wide open receiver. Um, this led to another impressive Packers drive. Uh, Rodgers dropping dimes all over the field uh, and eventually throwing his 444th touchdown pass to Devontae <laughs> Adams. Um, but looking like the game was kind of slipping away, um, Baker finally got it going. Mm-hmm. And put in uh, to his credit. Put a yeah. He put together a nice touchdown drive. Uh, they went for two and failed. Uh, and again, the Browns D stepped up. Wait, they went for two and failed. They did go for two at one point. I remember and, that. and failed. Yes, uh, that's true. <clears throat> Browns D stepped up. They forced a three and out, um, only to get the ball back into Baker Mayfield's hands so that he could throw his third interception of the day <laughs> to Russell Douglas. Oh, he's got to be done after three. No, <laughs> just wait for it. Uh, nine plays later, Rodgers throws his 445th touchdown pass to wow. Devontae Adams. Um, all three picks got turned into Packers touchdowns. Uh, I think you can probably sense that there's a pattern here. Yes. Uh, Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Exactly. You know, it's funny, actually, <laughs> that you say that. I, there's a really funny meme going around that Baker Mayfield is basically just a sober Johnny Menzel. <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. Same team, too. To man. me, that's funny. Poor Browns. Uh, second half, uh, you know, just like they did against the Ravens last week, the Packers started to let this one slip away. Yep. Uh, yep. The Browns' D was was giving the offense a chance to win, um, like, drive after drive. They were they stepped up. They, they played great. Uh, the Packers' last three drives, they only had one first down. Yeah, um, I saw that. And, uh, again, my man, former Bulldog, Nick Chubb, had a lot to do with the turn of fortune as well. Not a big deal. 17 carries, 126 yards. couldn't stop the run. Yeah, 58 (laughs) yards receiving, averaging over seven yards a carry. It's not a big deal. He's good. (laughs) He's a good football player. He's good at football. It's just a, it's not a, it's not a hot take. It's just like factual, you know, objectively factual information. It's not, it's not an opinion really. 
Uh, anyway, with two minutes to go, the ball back in Baker Mayfield's hand. I got it now. All the momentum swinging Let's go, in their Baker. Baker throws his fourth interception of the oh. day to Russell Douglas as a second pick of the day. Uh, where he, pro- to be fair, he should have been called for an obvious. Uh, Pass interference. That's true. Tugged on the back of the jersey. That's true. Of Donovan Peoples Jones. Yeah. Man, I mean, I guess, okay, you know what? The game was close, so of course it mattered. Um, yeah. But, you know. I mean, he still got three more on top of that that he's throwing. You know what I'm saying? True. He's throwing, he's throwing three yes. that led to 21 yeah, yeah, yeah. points up yeah. there 24. Yeah, like. sure. Ah. Browns fans are upset, uh, but your quarterback is trash. And I'm actually starting to think there's a lot of, obviously, Baker is up for an extension. Uh, oh, yes. Given the way that he's played, there's every yeah. reason to believe that he may not get it. Um, I'm starting to. Th- I read somewhere after this game something that I had not really contemplated until I read this was the idea of like, what if Russell Wilson winds up? Oh, it, I heard Deshaun Watson. That I really am not here for. No, no, no. But I heard that. I don't want. My man, former Bulldog Nick Chubb, to be playing with a alleged serial rapist. Not rapist. Or sexual, sexual harasser. harasser. Whatever. Yeah. Rapist makes it sound like he's a quarterback of the uh, True. Of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> we have one already in the league. That's true. <laughs> serial no, but, serial uh, predator. Let's call yeah, him a predator. Yes, definitely. An alleged serial predator. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I... I don't know, man. Um, I, I kind of feel bad for Cleveland fans, man. You think you got it together? They got the right GM. They put all the pieces there. Mm. They get rolling. They mm. got they they created great defense. The great defense. They created uh, an offense to keep Baker from losing the game for them. Mm. And then somehow he finds a way, man. Okay, now I I have but they not, could still win the division. That's the crazy part. I, and I'm glad you bring that up because that's what I wanted to say. The last thing I want to say about this game, I have not gone through and sort of like broken down all the like clinching scenarios, but I have taken a close look at this one because this is this one has a lot to do with our our bet, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Okay. Here's the here's the way the situation breaks down. If the Bengals win against the Chiefs next week, they win the division. Yeah. Period. Okay, yeah. but if the Chiefs win, if they beat the Bengals, yeah. and if the Rams beat the Ravens next week, both of those things are extremely likely, yeah. right? The Browns would then be facing the Steelers, right, for a win and end scenario. They beat the if the if. I thought the Browns played the Bengals last game. No, no, no. I'm talking about next week. Okay, next week. Okay, right. So they play the Steelers next week, mm-hmm. uh, and if the Bengals lose and if the Ravens lose. All the Browns need to do is is beat the Steelers yeah. and they're in. Man, if that if those if all that happens, now we're going to the last game of the season where you got the <laughs> Bengals yeah. will be playing the Browns yes. for the AFC North title. Because the Browns beat them this year already. Now that is some fucking drama. Yeah, man. And all of those things. Man, my heart rate is up too, man. <laughs> all of those things. I am so rooting for this. It's like ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. I don't know if I'll watch a Dolphins game that week. And Dolphins play the Patriots. but I'm I mean, these are be... like extremely likely scenarios. Yeah. You know what I mean? This isn't like, oh, well, if the beat. Falcons happen to beat the Bills next week, yeah. it's not going to happen. We're not going to beat the Bills. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, th- this could happen. Whew. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the next game. I'm excited. Yeah, man. Uh, uh, ooh. The next game, I picked the struggling Cardinals. To what? Uh, what to, I tell you during the episode? I I, I thought that they were going to get it together. Nah, man. Um, I'm an idiot. Um, 
Come on, son. Exactly. Come on, because the Colts, I mean, I okay, you know what I want to say about this game? <laughs> I, I feel like Carson Wentz's ears must have just been like an, just absolutely on fire. Because he's been listening to everyone saying that his coach is playing around him, that uh, the Colts yeah. can't win if you put the ball in his hands. Yeah. I'm telling you, man, he had some moments in this game where it was like, oh, my God. Reminder. <laughs> exactly. Two yeah. touchdown passes on the night. He goes 18 for 28. 200, uh, he likes Pittman. 28 yards. Pittman. And that fucking, I mean, that one pass where he had that dude all up in his grill and he whipped it sidearm in the yeah. back of the end zone. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Carson, I remember he was a baller in, in, in Philly. Absolutely. First, first year. Uh, Jonathan Taylor obviously had another 100-yard rushing day. Uh, he had a huge 43-yard 43, 43 run. Right away. Um, I think his, his, But he didn't score a touchdown, nah, which was a little surprising. It broke his, it broke his streak. Um I think he's um, he's still in the conversation for the MVP, but they, that was just all they needed to not give it to him was that game. Mm. Kyler Murray was a mess. Yep. 27 for 43. Cardinals look yards. a mess, bro. One touchdown, zero picks. He had that nice 74-yard run. Uh, oh, yeah. Or 70, he had 74 yards rushing, but he had, he had that one big 50-something yeah. yard. Um, I mean, it's... I, I Obviously, it's great that he can do stuff like that, but it... it, it you know, at the moment, I feel like the Cardinals are asking him to do too much, um, or he's choosing to try to do too much. It, yeah, and I get they are obviously they're missing their kind of you know elite level wide out DeAndre Hopkins, but they've played and won without key pieces before. They played and won without Murray. I know Matt Prater didn't help very much. He missed a fifty-one yarder earlier in the game. Yo, I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, missed did an you, extra point. Did you see? Uh, if you watch that game, mm-hmm. I don't know if you checked the tape. Did you watch the tape? I did, did not the watch you the watch tape. All 22? No. I watched the highlights. First kick. Noob. <laughs> <laughs> first kick. Yeah. The holder is Colt McCoy. Yeah. Has the laces in. Oh. I saw it when I, when he when he makes the kick. I mean, when he went to kick it, I was like, are those the laces? You know, you see the little, <laughs> he kicks it on the laces, misses the kick. Mm. Then they showed the replay, and they show him spin the ball the wrong way, and he kicks the laces, and it's like, oh, that's why he missed it. Kicks it again. It was something else with the snap. You could see that the timing was off for those two, and he missed that extra point. Then you see the punter starts holding the kicks after that. Hmm. So it's, it was Colt McCoy, man. He was the problem. And this was the – back to Cliff Kingsbury. This is the first time in Colt McCoy's career ever, hmm. in his whole football career, that he's, he's uh, been a holder. For kicks, it's a very underrated, scary job. Holding yes, kicks, why would you? Why I would you want to do it? Why would you? Do, you, you could win your I'd division. Like, oh, he's going to kick my hand. <laughs> <laughs> you could win your division. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you and you have somebody who's. I'm sure the punter's done it before. I don't know for certain that he's done it before, but he came in and they had no more issues with it. Right. So I don't know, man. It's, it wasn't their only problem. They, they oh had, no, they had I know, a real issue. Saying, they had a real issue with penalties. Uh, they had 11 penalties for 85 yards. Reflects on coaching, too. Most of which were false starts. Yeah. Uh, they had backup center Max Garcia appeared to be one of their main problems. He had a couple of bad snaps, one of which led to a safety. Mm. Um, yeah, because of the intentional grounding mm. in the end zone. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. If you go back and watch the tape, obviously. Which I did. Yeah. If you watch the <laughs> tape, you'll see it. The center is the like the most important guy on the field, of course. He didn't call the protection uh, properly. 
The, car- the Cardinals were also missing James <laughs> Conner. I think that was probably a bigger deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. He might be the most important piece on that team, honestly. Yeah. Uh, if I were them, I would just stay in that pistol and make people – I run more RPO, make people have to guess, and, you know, it, it might put Murray in more danger, but it might it, simplify it a little but bit. But I would say this. Him like, and that pistol is scary. A, a, again, going on your argument against Cliff uh, Kingsbury, in all fairness to the Colts, they were missing some starters too. Eric Fisher, yeah. Darius Leonard, Zach Pascal, uh, all on the COVID list. Um, I mean, the Cardinals have lost three straight. And they've finally lost their grip on the NFC West, Thank falling God. to second to the, uh, you know the Rams taking over the top spot. Colts improved to nine and six and look destined to make the playoffs as the team that nobody wants to play right now. Yeah, right. That's true. Don't you think? Yeah, nobody wants to play them. Well, there's a team that's a little scarier than the Colts right now in the AFC. But we'll get to that. Oh, I thought you were going to – because the next <laughs> game is the Fal- – it's not the Falcons. No, they're NFC. That's the No, I know, reason. but That's I thought when you reason. said there's another scary team, I was thinking <laughs> – Well, let's get to them. Because get in to the, the next game, I don't know if you guys know this, but the Atlanta Falcons beat the Detroit Lions. Let's go! <laughs> 20 to 16. Are you kidding me? Man, we lost money on that game. Man, too. this was a season-defining <laughs> victory. <laughs> What a character win. Still in the hunt. This tells me everything I need to know about the Falcons. <laughs> uh, the fact that we can only, we cannot, not only can we not like fail to bury a team that's 2 12 and 1, mm. but you also, like, obviously, you're going to try to give the game away at the end with no. Tim fucking Boyle under center. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's no way we would have won this game if Jared Goff was playing. How pathetic is that? <laughs> How pathetic is that? If golf is playing, we had forty. I'm totally embarrassed yeah. and totally oh, ashamed. Absolutely, we had forty-seven <laughs> total rushing yards. Uh, Matt Ryan, at this point, I'm convinced is at he's at like he's like um like what's the what's the Swedish word uh, logum? He's like the epitome <laughs> of logum. Like he's not too much. He's not too little. He's yes. just log. He's like right in the middle. Just, yeah. Eighteen. So so. Yeah, eighteen for twenty-four. Uh, Two hundred fifteen yards. One touchdown pass. A really okay. This is the thing with him. Like he's so at, at his pocket presence. Him and Tannehill. Yeah. There's a couple of others. Um, but every once in a while he does this. Like that pat that touchdown pass to Hayden Hurst was like. He does this. He does this. Where he'll drop one in a fucking bucket, and it's like it's such a typical Maddie Stats type moment (laughs) where you feel this dread, Uh. right? Due to the fact that you know your team isn't actually good, right? But even though the little man inside the TV is telling you that Matt Ryan he throws a touchdown and look, oh, that puts him into a tie with Eli Manning for ninth most touchdown passes in NFL history. It's like. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Great. Yeah, yeah. Um, he really does. He has these great moments, but it's all in an effort to sort of build this false hope. You think, yeah, I like that. Uh, but three plays later, you're like, no, I don't like that. You like that? Yeah. You like that? I like it, and then I don't like it. Kyle Pitts <laughs> had a great day. Uh, 100 yards, over 100 yards receiving on only six catches. <laughs> I just thought about a combination. <laughs> First, you're like, you like that? You like that? They're just not going to want that. Exactly. <laughs> That's it. That's Matt Ryan. <laughs> you like that? He's just not going to want that. <laughs> it is. That can really happen from one play to the next with him. Um, You know, I mean, the Lions came to fight. 
they had a great always great play in this game where they had a false start on fourth and one. Uh, so they brought the punt team out. Mm. Oh and, yeah, and ran that. a fake punt on fourth and six. Did you know that was coming? Because I knew that was coming. Well, apparently Arthur Smith didn't know it was coming, <laughs> which is the real problem here, uh, because they were definitely not ready for it. Uh, this play led to their only touchdown of the day, I think. Amon Ross St. Brown, who's turning into one hell of a player, actually. Yeah. Uh, I did not see the next gen stats thing pop up on the screen this week, but I didn't. Uh. I didn't really need to. Uh, because with a 20 to 16 lead, two minutes and 38 seconds on the clock, the ball in our hands and the announcer saying that all we had to do was not fumble the ball. <laughs> right? Of course, we're going to fumble the fucking ball. Have you never seen a Falcons game ever? Yeah. Like, what is wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, thank God for Tim Boyle being a second rate QB. Oh, my God. And thank God for Fourier Luacon being in the right place at the right time. We get a red zone pick to end the game, providing another dose of false hope that these Falcons are still mathematically <laughs> like possible to get a playoff spot. But you can't fool me, Falcons. And you can't hurt me. Yeah. I know better. Next week you got the Bills, so forget about it. There's no fucking way you're winning that game. My only hope is that our last game, we have a chance to make sure that the Saints also miss the playoffs. Yeah. We play the Saints on the last day of the season. Uh, and if we can spoil their their whole season. Um, but actually, I, I wrote that before what happened. Last, now we're actually ahead of the Saints. Uh, oh, in, really? In the standings. Oh, wow. Uh, but still, uh, we're going to lose next week to the Bills. For sure. Yeah. Um, you can put money on that. <laughs> we will. <laughs> <laughs> we probably will. The uh, So the Ravens and the, the Bengals. Uh, who picked that? Uh, oh, my God. You what was that. I thinking? Yeah. Well, it's easy to say now. Why did I? Did I? Re- uh, I think it was before. No, we thought it was Huntley. We liked Huntley a lot, but then Huntley didn't play. You're right. You're right. But uh, the Bengals won forty-one to twenty-one. Oh my God! Damn! Yeah, they beat that ass. They and beat the brakes off of the Ravens again, Joe, <laughs> Joe again. Bur- yes, they did. Yeah, the other ones a blow. They beat too. the shit out of them in the first game too. And the uh, Ravens were shorthanded. I mean, this was, and I picked it in the the flip them. I mean, uh, in the picks can pick them. Hmm? Uh, and this was one of the ones I got wrong. I don't how know you, why. How you feel about Wack Taylor now? He's still garbage. I think he got <laughs> he got Joe Burrow in there. I think you know what I liked him even less because he's trying to get Joe Burrow killed. You didn't. You're not ready to jump on the Cincinnati Bengals train. Not yet. No. I think uh, Zach Taylor should have pulled Joe Burrow out of that game. Instead, he tries to run the score up, and <clears throat> I wouldn't have been surprised if there was a cheap shot coming coming his way. Sure. Like you need this guy. Why would you keep him in the game? You're that's up, a fair point. It's over. Fair but that's point. It. But he also did the. Uh, and you know, last year they had the players taking shots. Some some bush league shit, man, and uh, yeah, so so fuck that guy, man. I I forgot, uh, to, I forgot to hit it over. I was so mad. Fuck I, that guy. I didn't even get to hit the button. <laughs> I'm glad you said bush league, uh, because so like you favorite said, president. there was no yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> I'm a, that's gonna be my uh, my fantasy name next year. Uh, <laughs> no Lamar, no Huntley. So Joe <laughs> Joe Burrow was going up against Josh. Johnson, yeah. who might be the most journeyman quarterback I have ever heard of in my entire life. Have it you puts seen- my shit to sleep. You know, I say there no black journeyman. I was wrong. Have you have you seen this guy's? He, I, R- rattle him off. I have it right here. 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm, I remember that. Yeah. Uh, I think they're, they're the ones who drafted him. San Francisco 49ers, Sacramento Mountain Lions, Cleveland Browns, Cincinnati Bengals, San Francisco 49ers, Cincinnati Bengals again, New York Jets, Indianapolis Colts, Buffalo Bills, Baltimore Ravens, New York Giants, Houston Texans, Oakland Raiders, Washington Redskins, San Diego Fleet, Detroit Lions, oh, Los Angeles Wildcats. Let's go. San Francisco 49ers, New York Jets, Baltimore Ravens. That's Damn. since 2008. <laughs> this guy has been all over the place. Over and over and yeah. over and over <laughs> yeah. and over and over and over and over. That's some crazy over. shit. Yeah, he man. actually looked pretty good to start the game. Um, I ain't seen everything. He, uh, <laughs> That's like in and out of the league, too. That was like some, was it arena league he was playing in or was it like Canadian CFL? I think he played in all that shit. He even played in that like failed alliance league that didn't last an entire uh, season. Remember that? Where okay. all the players had to like pay their own plane ride home in the middle. <laughs> like they all flew out to play a game. He's like, oh, by the way, the league just went bankrupt. You got to fucking fly <laughs> home yourself. Uh, he uh, he led them on a 12-play drive, touchdown drive. Mm. Uh, he had a yeah, fairly respectable day, going 28 for 40, 304 yards, passing, two touchdowns, one pick. But he was no match for Joey Jawline Burrow, who had a <laughs> career day, going 37 for 46, five. 125 motherfucking yards, four touchdowns, no picks. It's the fourth most single-game passing yards in NFL history. He was slinging it all over the field. T. Higgins had 12 for 194 and two touchdowns. Jamar Chase had seven for 125. Tyler Boyd had three for 85 and a touchdown. I mean... Harbaugh didn't like it. And no, he did not like that. A- <laughs> he did not like that. And that touchdown task, uh, uh, pass, the the sixty eight yard bomb to T Higgins. Oh my God, are yeah. you kidding me? That was, I, I mean, they great celebration too. He does the flip in the end zone as he yeah. goes in. Uh, and that one that T Higgins catch, that touchdown catch where he's like double coverage and he goes up and just snatches that shit. Unbelievable. Wasn't one of them taken away too? They had a. T- it was there, supposed to be five touchdowns. There was one to. Uh, it wasn't a Tyler Boyd that yeah. would have won my fantasy week, but it didn't. Uh, <laughs> but we're not gonna talk about that. We're not gonna talk about that. <laughs> anyway, Bengals were up thirty-one to fourteen at the half. The Bengals D was on fire as well. Mark Andrews was you know as uncoverable as he always is. One hundred twenty-five yeah. yards receiving. Um, but the run game was essentially eliminated. They only had 39 total yards on the ground. Damn. Uh, without that mobile quarterback, I think the Ravens, they ain't shit. Um, nah, this yeah. win puts the Bengals in first place in the AFC North at 9-6. and six. The Ravens are hanging on for dear life uh, to the last wild card spot, uh, or they might be just out. I'm not sure. if Actually, I think the I, after last night, I don't think that's true anymore. I think the Dolphins may have it now. Yes, they do. Uh, the Ravens. Uh, well, I can't believe you thought that the. Well, this again. I wrote this. Yeah, but before you, you, you didn't know the Dolphins were going to win. I mean, I'm a little offended. Well, yeah, I. <laughs> you know, you still have to play the game, Jonathan. Uh, the Ravens. Well, don't play, write that shit. Yeah. I don't even like it being on the paper. <laughs> <laughs> the Ravens play the Rams uh, and the Steelers to end the season. Woo! The Bengals get the Chiefs, and then their final game against the Browns. We're going to talk about this. I'm super hyped about that. Yeah, man. Uh, I would like to sort of swing back around and ask the question, how do we all now feel about John Harbaugh going for it on fourth down or going for two these past couple of weeks, right? Because instead of giving his team a chance to win, right, you know, albeit by going to overtime, of course, uh, you basically just lost the division to the Bengals. Yeah. And... Very likely that you're going to miss the playoffs because of this. You know, you're really willing to die on this analytics hill and miss the playoffs. It was the right call. 
was the right call. I fucking hate these people so yeah. much. I, I wish I had like a, like you know, you know the, the cousin on Home Alone when he's like, "You're gonna sleep, you're gonna sleep up there with him." He's like, <laughs> "Drinking a soda." That's how I feel like the analytics guys are. You know, when it was the right call. Yeah. <laughs> Again, to Fuck be clear, y'all. I'm here for the analytics yes. conversation, but I. You know what they should analyze? I need some balance. You know what they should analyze? What? After you have your analytics information, analyze the way the game is going. Right. Analyze the flow of the game and you realize, you know what? Maybe we'll we'll uh the right thing for this game, for this situation is to kick the field goal. You know where I feel like part of the problem might be this analytics conversation. I watch my son do this sometimes. Um it's this generation of people who learned how to play Madden, but Mm. just on simulator mode. Yeah. Right? Yep. I just simulated the whole season and the Ravens won the Super Bowl. <laughs> Let's just call it it's it's over. Oh, they know if I call this play, this is gonna happen. And it's like in real life, they adjust. There are so many other factors. There's to so consider. many factors. It's like it's not a video game. These are human beings, as you said last week, with the emotions. Thank you. Uh speaking of emotions, uh the Rams tried to make it real emotional going against the uh the the Vikings. Yeah, uh, I like that. Matt Matt Stafford. I like that. Uh <laughs> you like that? You, you picked the Rams. What a surprise. Uh to win this game. Um and they did. They ended up winning thirty to twenty-three. I mean, Kirk Cousins, how how bad <laughs> do you have to be to lose to the Rams on a day where Stafford goes twenty one exactly. for thirty seven, yeah. hundred and ninety seven yards, one touchdown pass, three interceptions. They were out they're trying to out poop each other. Yeah. It's just a poop off. Uh, at the quarterback position. I mean, the Vikings had roughly the same total yardage in the game as the Rams, uh, and they're literally giving the game away with turnovers. But if you can't get first downs, you, <laughs> you're not going to win the fucking ball game. They were only 2 of 12 on third down, uh, the Vikings. Oh, no. Actually, was that 2 of 12? Yeah, 2 of 12. Two of Jesus 12. Christ. They're only like 2 of 12 like... on third down. Aaron Donald and company racking up three sacks obviously helped a little. Donald, man. Sometimes uh, he, just, guy. he just destroys a series like twice a game. Just like, all right, well, mm. you guys aren't going to do anything this time. <laughs> Get no. ready to punt. No. Insane. Uh, but, I mean, honestly, who are we kidding? I mean, I, we already know why the Rams won this game. Because, you know, the win came by and large because oh, of. Kick return. My man, former Bulldog, Stoney Michelle. Oh, baby, he was out there juking. He was jiving. He was, like, just just moving through the Vikings defense. He had 131 yards rushing, 27 carries, and a touchdown, motherfucker. I love it. Slurp, slurp away. Stoney Michelle, I feel like he's really found his spot. He found his right spot. He McVay, man. I think if you meet somebody who's met McVay, you hire that person. <laughs> That's how good of a coach. And Sony Michelle has met McVeigh. <laughs> he met McVeigh. He met him. He needs to get He's like, I've met you. You're I'm, hired. You're hired. <laughs> I didn't. You didn't. You didn't mention that. You should have mentioned it earlier that we've met. I mean, some of these Stafford picks. The one, yeah. my favorite one, uh, was the no look <laughs> sidearm, like a la Patrick Mahomes type thing. Is he, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Where he just totally throws it to the wrong guy. He Carson Winston. <laughs> uh, and then you were starting to allude to it as I was bringing up Sony Michelle. Obviously, I think the real reason why they won this game was a 61 yard punt return yeah. for a touchdown. Brandon Powell. Yeah. Uh, Rams were only up 13 to 10 at that point. Uh, that was a huge momentum swing. Yeah. Uh, the Rams D deserves a ton of credit. Yes. Uh, Ramsey out there locking it down, man. Mm-hmm. I like that dude's intensity, man, even though he went to FSU. Yeah, because even after all those interceptions, 
the Vikings only had one touchdown off of a turnover. The other two resulted in a field goal and a punt. So that's your defense giving you a chance to win the game. Um, Stafford is a weird one. I, I, I think he he can yeah, be man. he can be scary good, and sometimes he's just fucking scary, right? Yeah, I, I I'm not sure. I I personally don't feel like I trust them going into the playoffs as, as yeah. good as they are. Um, but I'd be scared of them too. I yeah, yeah, but I mean whatever. When that defense is firing, <laughs> like the offense had an off day and they still put up 23 points. Yeah. I mean, they are at the they, top of the NFC West, which yeah. is exactly where we said they were going to be. Yeah. Listen to this podcast, you'll yeah. know. They just shouldn't be content. I'd say that. <clears throat> right. They shouldn't be content. They shouldn't feel like start feeling themselves. Yeah. The, the Vi- uh, I was oh, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say the Vikings. So yeah, they're obviously NFC West at the top. Vikings are in ninth place on the outside looking in, mm. uh, with the Packers and the Bears left to play. Uh, the Rams are going to finish their season against the Ravens next week, and then the 49ers. Um, I'm I'm liking the Rams' chance of winning this division now. They're going to win it because um, what the Cardinals are going to get good all of a sudden, like they're they're going to turn it around. I don't well, know. I don't think it matters at this point. Uh, if the Rams went out, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the Ravens are a mess Rams with or without COVID, yeah. they're a mess. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, 49ers. We just learned this morning. Uh, Jimmy G. Oh yeah, has a a chipped bone and. Broken spirit. And a, and a torn something, man, ligament in his, in his throwing thumb. He's brittle, man. Uh, yeah. Um, quick question. Yep. I gotta ask Skiffstradamus something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> we need a sound for this. Uh, Skiffstradamus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes, my son. <laughs> if the Vikings make the playoffs, mm-hmm. do they bring back Mike Zimmer? Uh, if they sneak into the playoffs, does mm-hmm. Mike Zimmer still get fired? I think he might save his job if he gets into the playoffs. That's, okay. He saves his job if he gets the playoffs. I think so. I think a shrewd move would be to fire him no matter what. I, I think it's time. It's the time, yeah. I, I like him. I've said it. I like him. But then we found out that he's got the hot girlfriend, so you don't feel as bad for him anymore. He's. I mean, I really want to know how, <laughs> how. I mean, I don't mean to be all like ageist or. Yeah. Is that weird? No, it's not like, weird. Why like, is this like? It's like, come on, we know. Why is this old man who's like a? I mean, he's he's a five at best. Yeah, and he's out it's, there with this. But he's got that stoic thing about him. He looks like uh, what's the actor's name? And Jackie Brown. Which one is that? He plays the lead. He's a. I forget his name. Damn! Now I gotta look that. There's got to be an explanation for. For how he managed to swing this, <laughs> um, he must be really funny. Robert Forster. Oh yeah, he's got a Robert yeah. Forster thing about him. I yeah. don't know. He, yeah. I, it's a mystery to me. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Yeah. To uh, a great feeling. Let's go. Let's go. Great feeling for me. I've never rooted for Buffalo. They're the new. They're the new New England in this division. Where I'm supposed to hate them, but mm. it just felt good watching them mm. play so well and mm. beat the Patriots. This was my first uh, correct choice on uh, <laughs> flip, flip them and pick them for the week. Uh, Bills, I picked the Bills to beat the Patriots, uh, so I finally got one right. Nice. Um, uh, here, you win. <laughs> before we get started on this one, and before you start talking about 
I got nothing to say. Well, before you start talking about Josh Allen, like like he's fool's gold, and I, I want our <laughs> listeners to know that me and Jonathan were texting all night. Yeah, and he was straight up grapefruit in the <laughs> hell out of Josh Allen he all night long. He carried Explain that team yourself. <laughs> well, uh, he uh, he carried the team to victory. He did. He 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 put the team on his shoulders and he carried them all the way to the promised land. He did. That's what I would. Say. I was a little surprised. I kept sending him like question mark. Like, are you? <laughs> did you just say what you just? Th- I, I got, yo, this is the thing, and well, I've said this before. Um, and I'm not saying I was wrong about him being fool's goal. I'm not saying I was wrong, but I don't mind admitting if I'm wrong. Right. But the way he carried, I acknowledge what I see with my see, eyes. This man. is why I like you. Uh, this is what I don't like about those analytics guys. They can't yeah. admit when they're wrong. It's, yeah. That's exactly what annoys me. And the, and both can be true. Analytics can be a great tool, sure. but maybe it shouldn't be looked right. at as black and white. Mm-hmm. That's all to it. But uh, J- Josh Allen sometimes, and even in this game. His accuracy issues showed up, but he's just got another level to him when it comes. He's not just your typical mobile quarterback. He was bought, he was he was thirty for forty seven, three hundred fourteen yards passing, sixty four yards rushing. Yeah, three touchdowns, no picks. Um, Sometimes the rush pass, rush one of those, threat pass combo. Yeah, and that one of those runs was like a twenty five yarder. I mean, he was out there slinging it. Mac Jones had a day to forget, mm-hmm. going 14 for 32, 145 yards, zero touchdowns. You are trash! Two motherfucking picks. Yeah, one was tipped up. Uh, yeah. But you can see, I mean, they're doing the right thing with him. I still don't, I don't, I'm not calling, I'm not calling it over. Like, no, he's he's the best rookie quarterback of the year, period. Yeah. He yeah. is. And I mean, part of it is that he's in the, in a better situation, yeah. but yeah. They're bringing him along the right way. Um, I wouldn't say he's got the best tools, you know what I mean? I mm-hmm. think, I, I still think that's Trevor Lawrence, but uh, Mac, They should go out and invest in some wide receivers for this kid. Don't you think? Yeah, didn't they? They brought in Aguilar. Yeah, but he This was the first time they spent money. But Aguilar... I know. I'm just saying. That's the. This is why they don't do it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is why they don't do it, and this is what frustrated uh, Brady. And then they'll probably get some of those damn Alabama receivers in the draft. Those fuckers are so good. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. The Patriots will probably do what <clears throat> teams are starting to do and try to get familiar guys. But, um, yeah. Damian Harris was the only thing keeping the Patriots in this game. He had 18 carries for 100. Three yards, three touchdowns. It was all about going for it on fourth down in this game. Man. Uh, mostly because both teams were terrible on third down. The Bills were 6 of 12 on third down. Um, but they were, teams will start but playing were, like but that. But they were three out of four on fourth down. The Patriots were one for 10 on third down and five for six on fourth down. That's insane. I don't get it, man. I feel like the Bills came ready to redeem that earlier loss to the Patriots. Yeah. Uh, in that weird weather game. Uh, yeah, because they're a way better team. And this time, they had something they didn't have the last time, right? Good weather? <laughs> well, they had good weather, but they also had a secret weapon in the form of, let's do it all together now, my man, former Bulldog, Isaiah motherfucking <laughs> McKenzie. Are you kidding me? This guy came out of nowhere. Absolutely nowhere. He came out of nowhere, and in this game, he was everywhere. He stepped in for the, like, you know, Mr. Cole Beasley. Poster child of anti-vaxxing <laughs> Cole Beasley. Uh, who, what an idiot. Who not only got fined out of his ass for yeah. breaking COVID protocol, like over 100,000 or something? Yeah, Like a 000. bunch of... Um, but he may have just lost his job. Oh yeah, because somebody better comes along. McKenzie had 12, 12 targets, 
11 catches, 125 yards, and a touchdown. This guy's mostly just been a return man. Yeah. He was drafted by the Broncos in 2017 in the fifth round. Damn. Back and forth from the practice Good for him. Back and forth from the practice squad until the Bills picked him up off uh on waivers 2018, uh using him mostly as a kick returner. Uh but he just showed the Bills what happens when you let them dogs eat, son. Let's go. <laughs> he and he's the perfect guy for us. We both ha- we we like he's from Miami and he played for the Georgia Bulldogs. Okay. So there, there's yeah. something for both of us. It's, it's us. He can be your guy too. <laughs> uh even though he's mine. Uh but uh my favorite moment in this game, we have to talk about Stefan Diggs trash talking to yes. the where he goes, he catches it and he starts playing. He's like, you, fuck you, you, fuck you, 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 get suck my dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was that fuck you, fuck you, fuck no, you. No, he said, you, 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 can suck my dick. Suck my, suck my, dick. Yeah. <laughs> suck my fucking dick. That was hilarious. I like it, man. And uh, I feel like if Tom Brady could run up to the sidelines and say, uh, fuck off or whatever he said, then uh, go fuck yourself. I go think fuck yourself, said. then. Stefan Diggs could say and still not get fined, by the yeah. way. Yeah, so we'll see if uh, Diggs gets fined for that. Uh, you, I'd be surprised if he doesn't. It's, it's, I you think do it's know, great though, and you know, you the do fans. know he's black, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who did? Somebody went on the sidelines and celebrated and spent the ball and all that stuff. A white guy and nothing, nothing happened. Exactly. And I was just like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> I want to say it was Josh Allen. Maybe. Because he's got some spunk about him. He, he, he um, this was a big-time statement win for the Bills, who take the top spot in the AFC East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like we said they would. Uh, and it will likely stay that way, given that their It'll remaining games are against the Falcons and the Jets. Yeah. Uh, Patriots finish off uh, their season against the Jags and the Dolphins. Um, so they could win both of those. But it won't matter, because you really think the Bills are going to lose to the Falcons and the Jets? No, of course not. They lost to the Jaguars. That's true. <laughs> you know who didn't lose to the Jaguars? Who's that? The New York Jets. Uh-oh. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> well done. Transition. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> done this before. Uh, Jets, 26 to 21 against these Jags. Mm. This was the number one pick versus the number two. Game of the and week. number two got it done, largely thanks due to his ability to run the ball. Zach Wilson with a monster, yeah. monster 52-yard touchdown run. Uh, where honestly, what was that Jags defender doing? I know it looked like he was going <laughs> to run out of bounds, but it was like, are you just like not here to play football? Like, what are it you doing? It was the NFL version of the fake slide, but everybody's scared to touch these guys, man. I know. Can't hit. I somebody said that over the weekend. You can't hit them high. You can't hit them low. It's like uh, it's a good point. Yeah. Uh, uh. So I was asked on the Facebook group about reaching out to um Zach's mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have texted Lisa Wilson about her son's performance, uh, but I haven't heard back yet. I'm starting to think that maybe I maybe overstated our far. level of tightness. Yeah. Right? Maybe we're not actually <laughs> tight like that. We'll see. Maybe I don't you know. shouldn't have sent a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about your son's performance? <laughs> Hi. Yeah. You up? That's a Yule log, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> um, this game. The con you should <laughs> just tied cozy a ri- up to. Just tied a ribbon on it. <laughs> Uh, this game had shit bull written all over it. Yes. The Jags scored a touchdown after Trevor Lawrence uh, fumble that tumbled into the end zone where lineman Will Richardson fell on the ball for a touchdown, yeah. only to give up a 103-yard touchdown on the ensuing <laughs> kickoff to Jets return man Braxton Berrios. What's cool? From the U! From the U, baby. <laughs> Just an absolute comedy of errors all night long. Yeah, man. Um, 
Not to be outdone in the category of line. The coach had COVID. Uh, that's Robert Sala. Like that matters. Uh, <laughs> Uh, not to be outdone by the, in the category of linemen scoring touchdowns, Zach Wilson threw a touchdown to an offensive tackle, Connor McDermott. Um, <laughs> so there you have that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Jags had a chance to win this one late uh, after the Jets nearly picked off Lawrence to win the game. The Jags, uh, 12 seconds mm. left, fourth and one. On the Jets' one-yard line, <laughs> Lawrence ran a play, um, but they got – popped for a illegal shift penalty mm. or something and they yep. they looked so discombobulated like nobody was set it was crazy yeah. total confusion uh and that was it that was the ball game both of these teams suck and <laughs> somebody had to win and i'm not even going to tell you who they play to finish out the season because it doesn't matter yeah doesn't matter the uh then we got the eagles versus the giants a division uh game um who yes. picked this game i think i picked this right uh no. Uh, okay, so in the last game, you picked the Jets to beat the Jags. You were right. In this uh, game, I picked the Eagles to beat wow. the Giants. I was correct on that. Uh, my man, former Bulldog, who couldn't get it done in the oh, National God, Championship damn. game, Jake Fromm versus each and everyone in the building. And this dude was absolute fucking trash. Jake <laughs> Six of 17, 25 yards, no touchdowns, one pick. I mean, with that stat line, you might think he only came in and played like a few snaps to That's end the game. That's what I thought he did. But no, this dude started. Uh, and okay. He, and he didn't get yanked for Mike Glennon until like the middle of the third quarter. Okay. I thought it was the other way around. I thought, mm. okay. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. Um, they thought it was going to be a spark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And boy, I'm telling you what, that Mike Glennon, he lit it up, my friend. Lit it up with a, <laughs> with a five and out punt of a pass getting uh, warmed up for a second drive that ended in a pick six. I mean, absolutely awful. Neither team could do anything in the first half. It was three to three forever. Yeah. Uh, but in the second half, each and every one in the building came to play. Um, yeah, they did. They really did. It was hot. Jalen Hurts was cooking. Each, each individual, each yeah. individual. He was all, Jalen Hurts each was in the building. Player, he was one of those in, in each and building. every ones in the building <laughs> going 19 for 29, 199 yards, two touchdown passes, Devontae Smith. Oh. How good is Devontae Smith? Man, that catch on the, the toe drag I mean, swag. But he does this thing where he like – it was, was That it, wasn't a catch though, right? Didn't they say that wasn't a catch? No. I think that the they, ball moved when he fell down? Oh, maybe. Yeah, that one. But there was another was one another, I think yeah, he had, he had yeah. where he'd like, I mean, it's just, he's crazy. It's good, man. Another um, Alabama receiver. Um, Yeah. Uh, it, I mean, yeah. He's 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 good at football. Thirty-four to ten beat down. Eagles looking good. They can uh, they can make it into the playoffs. It might be a scary team to go up against. Yeah, actually, the Eagles. Uh, are, They're on a four-game winning streak. Right? Are they in the final NFC playoff spot? They're in the playoffs right now. Their final games are against the Washington Football Team and the Cowboys. Who, I mean, on the last game of the season, the Cowboys might not have anything to play for. Oh, we'll dig into the so, whole playoffs in the next episode. Um, the Giants. No, they're not in the. Uh, they're uh, yeah, they are technically right now. The Eagles are, are in. The Giants. It doesn't matter who they play because um, they're trash, <laughs> and they are nowhere near a playoff spot. Nah. Uh, they need to focus on the draft or trying to get Russell Wilson um, uh, because they need a quarterback in the worst kind of way. Yeah. I read this morning that they're still planning on bringing back um, Daniel Jones, which I'm like, I just not gonna want that. <laughs> New York. <clears throat> New York is not going to want that. They're bringing back Daniel Jones. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> oh my god. Let's move on to the next game. Uh, Bucks uh, Panthers. Oh, oof. what we thought this was going to be closer. We did think this was going to be closer. Oh my god. Okay, now this, this is was a missed bet on us. We thought they're missing so many pieces. You picked the Bucks. Of course. You picked the Bucks to win this game. Obviously, it's not like you were stupid. Um, <laughs> but Matt Rule going into this one said that Cam was starting, but that Sam Darnold will also factor into this match Watch as, out for as well, which made me think like this is like the worst two-headed monster flex in <laughs> NFL history. Like, are you really? Am I supposed to be scared of that when you say that? Sam Darnold was 15 for 32, 190 yards, no touchdown, no picks. Uh, Super Cam went 7 for 13, 61 yards, no touchdowns, and one pick. Oh, wow. And what a lovely punt of an interception it was by Cam Newton. I mean, the way that ball just hung in the air and fell right into the arms <laughs> of Jordan Whitehead. I mean, not a lot of quarterbacks can do that. Uh, not something I think the Bucks had to spend a lot of time preparing for this no. two quarterback scenario. No, uh, Bucks D was unfazed, sacking Cam three times. I think they sacked Darnold four times. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they had plenty to go around. Panthers were terrible. Brady didn't even have to be good. No. He was eighteen for thirty, two hundred thirty-two yards, one touchdown, no picks. Uh, Antonio Brown yeah. made his triumphant return from his fake COVID vax card suspension thing. Yeah. Wait, sorry, I'm sorry. Wait. Let me be clear. AB did not commit a federal crime of faking his vaccination status. He merely misrepresented his vaccination status. There's a difference. <laughs> One's a federal crime. One is just like a, I'm, I'm really good at football. So, um, Oh, wow. <clears throat> did he, he produce a card? Uh, yeah. So what's the difference? It, there's a difference, bro. Player. If you can't see the okay. difference, watch the tape. Okay. <laughs> Watch the tape. Okay. That's the difference. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm not, actually, I, I don't, don't really know what the difference is, but the NFL insists that there is a difference in some way. Um, yeah. Bruce Arians obviously took a lot of heat going into this one due to his statement back when AB first signed with the Bucks. He said one mm. mistake and this dude is gone. Um, but in the pregame presser, Arians claimed that AB was working really hard at being a better person. Oh yeah, he I said. Thought. Sure, he has you know a ways to go, but everyone deserves a second chance and a third, and a third, and a fourth, and a, fourth, <laughs> and a fifth. It's amazing how your opinion about a guy can change when you have so many injuries at the <laughs> wide receiver position. Uh, I mean, business is business. We've seen yeah. this time and time again in the Just NFL. Don't say it. Don't put yourself um, in the corner. I mean, the NFL is typically the place where integrity goes to die. Yeah, I would say. Um, Whatever it is, what it is, I it, you know it, it would have. I'm not really. It, to be fair, it's not like I'm dunking on Bruce Arians. I think every no. I think every coach in the league probably would have made the exact same decision that he made, given the situation that he's yeah. in. Uh, this guy's available to play. He's good at football. He's a knucklehead. We all know that. Um, yeah, don't just don't try to act like it's a moral. Decision. But he got real. He it, I think the only thing that really kind of pushed me uh, like sort of. My buttons a little bit was in the. I don't know if you saw the post game interview with Antonio Brown, where mm. he he's you know it's the first time he's been available to the media since this COVID fake COVID card situation, uh, and he tries to basically some so yeah they ask him about it and he gets very salty about it and tries to make it out like like he's some kind of a victim uh, and that the media is creating all this drama around it and he doesn't want to talk about it i just want to talk about the game and and it's like dude you're a you're not a victim 
B, the media is not the ones creating the drama. You're the one who went out and bought the fake vaccination card. So misrepresented. Yeah. You got popped. You're an idiot. Uh, and just, you know, say that. So anyway, Keyshawn Vaughn, let's say something nice about the Bucks. Uh, Keyshawn Vaughn <laughs> had a hell of a day stepping in for Leonard Fournette. Yeah, he did. Uh, he was good. Um, I don't know. Bucks clinched the NFC South with the win. Yeah, First time in since what? 2000 something? I forget. It's been a while since they've won the division. It helps our bet. That's what I care it about. It does. The remaining games are against the Jets, uh, and then they play the Panthers again, so with a little help. <laughs> um, they with a little, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they could still win the conference, obviously, if, if other things need to happen as, uh. as well. The Panthers uh, have uh, clinched a date with their impulsive douchebag owner, David Tepper, who is likely already trying to sell off all of his Bitcoin and brass ball statues <laughs> so that he can land an alleged serial predator to be his franchise quarterback. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> Honestly, I have some advice. Look, David Tepper. Just build a massage parlor next to the locker room, and Watson is your, he's yours. He's all yours. I mean, sometimes, uh, it, honestly, rich people, I think, are kind of stupid. It's like, it's not about how much money you have to spend. It's about how you spend your money. It's a little tip. Just be smart with your money. That's all I'm saying. All right, next game. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. What <laughs> Who happened picked here? this one? Who picked this one? Somebody fucked up. Uh, oh, I fucked up. I picked the Chargers, of course, because why wouldn't you pick the Chargers playing against the Texans? Oh, my God. What I don't know what to say. I don't either. Well, why don't we just go right to the – we could go right to explain yourself. Okay. <laughs> or do we do? Or do we talk about – I mean, because well, I, I, I want to talk to the, to uh, to somebody about well, this Well, with a, but, yeah. a little bit of context in this, yeah. I mean, the Chargers, obviously, they came into this game with one of the worst rushing defenses in the league – and just absolutely lived up to that <laughs> reputation by allowing recycled Patriots trash in the form of Rex oh Burkhead to run 149 yards on 22 carries and two touchdowns. I mean, I get that you're missing Joey Bosa and you're missing, you know, Eckler and Mike Evans yeah. was out. Starting center Corey Lindsay was out. Of course, we all know if you watch the tape, that's a big deal. Uh, <laughs> but 41 points to the Texans. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Who, by the way, we're also missing like 20 yeah. players because of COVID. So it's not players. like you could use that excuse. Uh, 23 players. I, I'm dying to hear Brandon Staley explain himself as to what the hell went wrong here. Well, uh, yes. I'm Did glad you talk to him? I, I talked to Brandon Staley. You talked Staley. to him. I'm you called him. Yes, I got, I, I got in touch with Brandon Staley uh, because FNFL wanted to know. So, um, you know, I, I'll just go right to it now. Um, hey, Brandon. It's Jonathan from SvenFL, Stockholm, Sweden. Uh, how the fuck did your team, a playoff caliber team, lose to this Texans team that was already bad but had 23 players out on the COVID list? What do you got to say for yourself? We weren't able to get into a rhythm as a team. I love the way we moved the ball in the first half. I felt like we moved the ball the entire game. Uh, we had to kick some field goals there. Um, but I felt like defensively we just uh, we couldn't get into a comfort zone or a rhythm in the run game or in the passing game on third down. Um, we didn't play well two minute and a half. Mm. Didn't play well four minutes at the end of the game. And, you know, we just um, we just didn't uh, didn't have enough today. Mm. Mm. A lot a lot of excuses there. Interesting. Didn't have enough today. It, uh, a lot of a lot of talk about rhythm and comfort. <laughs> yeah. But on, on paper you have the <laughs> better you have the better offense, defense and special teams. 
You had a healthier team coming into the game. Uh, if you could point out one reason for this loss, uh, what what would that reason be? I just didn't coach well enough today. Hmm. I didn't coach well enough. Wow. Didn't put our guys in good enough positions to be consistent in the game. And um, that's why we lost. Oh. Well, that's pretty straightforward. Well, I mean, respect for... Yeah, just, just for taking yeah, credit for take, that. taking the blame. Yeah, taking accountability is very important. Yes, uh, giving up forty plus points to the Texans is unheard of this season. Uh, but it's good to look at the positives in every situation. Uh, so, what part of your defense would you say did well today? Yeah, we didn't play well in any area today on defense. Oh, there wasn't oh, an area that we played well in today. Okay, snap. Uh, well, you lost to Davis Mills. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, st- I'm still I'm still baffled by that. <laughs> Davis effing Mills. I thought, you know, he made some throws today. Um, okay. You know, they, True they statement. He did make throws in the passing game. You know, the 2 minute end of the half was a was a really tough circumstance for us cuz we had him at se- second and 16 and we had a defensive holding and then you give up a double move and then you give up a nine, you know, for a touchdown. Um, so that sequence was not good for us, and I think he made enough winning plays for them uh, for them to win the game. I thought he's been a quality player the entire season. I think he's given them a real chance, and that's why they're starting him. They're starting him because they feel like he's their best quarterback and um, that they feel like he has a chance to, to, to be the starter for that team moving forward. I'm lost at the end of that, <laughs> uh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Staley. There's no way he's a good quarterback. Uh, but, I mean, I would say, whatever, say whatever you will. Uh, and you were moving defenders around out there throughout the game. Uh, it looked like some players were doing things outside of the normal scheme. Some might say it was setting your defensive players up for failure. Uh, then they gave up big plays. Why would, you say, why would you do that at this point in the season? And we're just trying to search for the combinations to, to, to get, you know, to give us the best chance. And uh, we're working hard to figure it out. It's, uh, it's been a fight. It's going to continue to be a fight. And uh, we're just searching for the right combinations that can give us the best chance to be successful. Uh, it's week 16, bro. I mean, <laughs> still searching in week 16. It's pretty weird. Uh, what's your locker room speech like after an embarrassing loss like this uh, that, may have, uh, that may have ruined your playoff hopes? Mm. What's your locker room speech? Good question. This is a challenging week. I thought I love the way that our guys prepared this week. Uh, we didn't play well enough today, uh, but that doesn't change the way that I feel about them. This is the tough side of the NFL. It didn't go down today, and that's what I told them. It's just this is the tough side of the NFL. And, um, you know, it's been a fight this entire season for us, and it's going to continue to be that way. We still have a lot in front of us um, that we can play for, uh, certainly, and um, we need to let this one sting, get home and rest, and, and be ready to go take on Denver because they're really good. And uh, hopefully we'll get some guys back next week and uh, just keep it moving. Hmm. Yeah, and that was uh, that was uh, that was Brandon Staley. It's great that he himself. took your call. Yeah, yeah. sometimes you got to reach directly out to these guys. Because honestly, this was an absolute embarrassment <laughs> for the Chargers. <laughs> yeah, man. Who had a chance to go to nine and six? Yeah, and instead they're eight and seven on the outside looking in on the playoffs. Mm. With as he said, the Broncos next, and then they play the Raiders. Who's who they who they up behind? Um, Who's in the seventh spot? I don't remember. Oh, isn't it? Um, I think it's a team that like it's my favorite. It's sort of my spirit animal. <laughs> I like to say, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, the uh, Seahawks, huh? How about those Seahawks? I picked them to win this game. Seahawks fans are mad at us because we didn't talk about the game last week. I was, uh, <clears throat> and they when I go pick them, try to make up for it. I know, and uh, and I did feel bad because they did. They got 
they got fucked by the ref last yeah. week, and we didn't really talk about it. I didn't. Uh, I really. Did. This is the first. That was the only game I didn't see last week. Yeah, and like, um, I've, it got shuffled around. I don't know what to say. It got shuffled around. I was super hungover. Whatever. <laughs> Each and everybody in the building was ha- struggling that day uh, on multiple levels. <laughs> Uh, each, each individual, each individual yeah. coach, each individual player, each everybody. Yeah. In, in the, uh, the Seahawks. <laughs> oh, my God. We got us a good old-fashioned snowball. Yeah, man. In Seattle, uh, Nick Foles came in for the injured Justin Fields and showed that he's still got some pop. Nick Foles. Nick Foles got some pop, baby. Nick, Dick, Nick. Yeah, he's got some pop. <laughs> 24 for 35, 250 yards, one touchdown, no picks, eight yards rushing. Oh, I see you, Nikki Wheels. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Uh, oh, my God. Despite the opening deep shot TD from Russell Wilson to DK, we saw a lot of running in this game. Rashad Penny had a day with 135 yards and a yeah. touchdown on 17 carries. Bears ran the ball a ton as well, mostly through Montgomery, of Montgomery, course. Yeah. Um, Khalil Herbert had a nice touchdown run, too, yeah. if I remember correctly. Uh, Montgomery also had 61 yards receiving, but that was mostly – it was basically, you know, it was check down Charlie all night long because because of the weather conditions. Um, and new quarter – like, Foles is – Yeah, there were a lot of penalties in this game, too. Bears had eight penalties for 73 yards. Seahawks had seven for 88. Um, I, I got to be honest with you, I haven't seen the tape, so Seahawks fans, don't come <laughs> at me. I don't know how many of those penalties were fair. Um, maybe some of them were bullshit. I don't know. Uh, I would I would venture to say that some of them were bullshit. I actually watched a lot of this game too, and uh, but honestly, Russell got to be hurt or something. Here's the thing: we're gonna get to that in a second. Uh, because here's the thing: like as much as Seahawks fans were mad at us for not talking about their squad, honestly, they let this game slip away, yeah. right? And their whole season is basically off a cliff at this point. Bam! Uh, I feel like they had so many chances to put this game away, but they let the Bears hang around, and with a minute 55 left, they punted the ball away to Nick Foles, who put together an eight-play, 80-yard drive that ended with a great touchdown pass to Jimmy Graham. And old riverboat Matt Nagy said, fuck that overtime. If I'm going out, I'm going out on top. The Bears go for it on two, and Demir Bird... Goes up, what up and catches an absolute dart from Foles. And I didn't even think he was going to get his feet in. No, right? in triple coverage. Triple coverage. He, he catches the ball, and they're trying to push him out of the back of the end zone. But not only did he get his feet down, he's got his hand up in the He's holding the ball with one hand up yeah. in the air the whole time just to prove, like, yo, I got that shit. Bears win <laughs> so by one. knock it away. That was insanely great. It and, was uh, unbelievable. I was like, is that a catch? Because I always say... They got to get two feet down. Back in the day, you couldn't. Um, they had to go by if you would have landed in bounds. Mm. But then they changed that. I don't know, eight years ago or something, yeah. where you could push the guy out of bounds in the air if you want. Yeah, and uh, he got him in, man. And he got him. He got him in. Look, this this was a tough loss in the snow at home for the Barely. Seahawks, who are definitely looking for answers for next year. I heard on um, on the broadcast that Wilson had actually finally admitted that he came back from the, in, the finger injury oh, really? too soon, which I thought was kind of interesting, uh, especially considering how the entire 
NFL media empire was trying to convince us that Russell Wilson was some kind of Wolverine, <laughs> you know, like he had this Wolverine like healing ability that us mortal, we mortals do not possess these powers. Yeah, well, it turns out the dude with a fucked up finger, uh, yeah, it heals at a totally normal rate, just like you and me. <laughs> and um, who could have seen that coming? Uh-huh. Really, honestly. Uh, I I don't know what comes next for Russell Wilson. Ne- I, I, I wish nothing but good things for the Seahawks because I, I kind of like them. I think they're a fun team. Um, Same here. I always root for them. <clears throat> but, but it uh, feels yeah. like I've always I, I kind of got sucked into their orbit. This is going to sort of uh, reveal how old I am. <laughs> but I, one of my favorite receivers when I was a kid was Steve Largent. Mm. If you don't know who Steve Largent is, there's a there's a football life on him. Yeah, people say uh, he's the best uh, Seahawk of all time. He was good, man. He was fun to watch. Uh, anyway, uh, both teams are fucked and not going to the playoffs. Yeah. And we can move on to uh, the Chiefs. Are the Chiefs good? Are they still good? Are they back? Yeah, Do man. we like them? Woo! It don't get no better than that, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 36 to 10, they beat the Steelers. Who picked this game? Uh, where are we? Steelers. I, I picked the Seahawks. You picked I the picked Chiefs. the Chiefs. I picked the Bears in the game before. What was I thinking? Um, no, you didn't pick the Bears. I picked the... Oh, I did. You picked the Seahawks. That's what happened. We're getting there, people. I picked the Chiefs. Okay. Um, yeah. yeah. They clinched the AFC West, just like we said they would, uh, with an absolute beatdown of these worthless Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Uh, the opening drive told you everything you needed to know yeah, about man. how this game was going to go. 14 plays, 73 yards, eight uh, minutes off the clock, running, throwing, finished off by this punishing run by Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Just breaking peaking. the tackle, putting in the second effort, taking it to the house. Unfortunately, I think he left with some sort of a collarbone injury, so that's oh, not good. No. Uh, the rapist answered with an impressive drive. <laughs> uh with a immediate flea flicker fail interception to Chavarius Ward. What the fuck were they thinking? Huh? Uh, <laughs> exactly. Six <laughs> plays later, Chiefs were up 14 nothing. Um, Mahomes was standing in the pocket forever. Yeah, man. Like all day, throwing they darts. Did, in the offseason, they invested in the offensive line and now it's paying dividends. They've gelled and now. Yeah. Yeah. They're, yeah. I know, you peaking, guys, boy. Yeah, I know you guys are tired of this, but my man, former Bulldog Miko Hardman, had a nice day and a catch with a TD. Not a big deal. I, no. I don't even want to talk about it. I'm glad. I, Byron Pringle had a really nice touchdown later where he catches it and he like kind of ducked and the, the, the defender missed the tackle. And then he mm. made this one move and juked two guys yeah. like just completely out of their cleats. Uh, that was nice. Um the Steelers also had a really funny fake reverse that turned into the rapist fumbling the ball yeah. and an instant red zone possession. We got Chiefs our ass kicked. 36 to 3. The game was never in doubt. Never. Never. Never, never ever, 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 ever. I know I was not supposed to say never, but I'm saying <laughs> never. Uh, never say never, mm-hmm. but never. <laughs> exactly. The Chiefs, uh, well, they're, uh, like I said, first place in the AFC, just like Jonathan and I predicted. Yep. Uh, not sure what they need to do to clinch um, they're clinched no but I don't know what they need to do oh, to clinch, clinch the, the conference uh, well the two seed is like kind of a fight anyway I mean <laughs> they just keep winning man either way their remaining games are against the Bengals and the Broncos so there's that 
yeah. the Steelers are they win one of those. I don't think anybody can catch up. They'll be twelve and four. Yeah, I think maybe if they win next week, they got it. The Steelers are technically still in the mix at the eleven spot with a seven seven and one record. Uh their last two games are against the Browns and the Ravens. Um wow. plus they need at least three teams ahead of them to stumble for them to sneak into the playoffs, I think. But yeah. Anyway. We do not care. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Uh, what Raiders. happened next? Raiders. Who picked this game? You picked the Raiders to beat the Broncos. Um, se- they did seventeen to thirteen. Um, yep. The Raiders defense. I mean, they just absolutely murdered Man, the run Drew game. Lock. Andrew Drew Lock. Drew Lock was uh, running yeah. for his life. They only allowed eighteen total rushing yards. Huh. Yeah, <laughs> and they still nearly blew this game. Barely. <laughs> yeah, thanks to Derek Carr interception and two fumbles. Uh, <laughs> this is my new favorite sound. <laughs> Carr fumbled the ball. Jacobs fumbled the ball. Yeah, they were. It was so many turnovers in this I game. Know. The ball was bouncing around like it was, as if it was raining outside or something. He had a great start to the game, Derek Carr. It was a nice yeah. fourteen play drive with a beautiful throw to the back of the end zone to Hunter Renfro. Yeah, that was nice. Uh, Raiders were up seven to six with only thirty-two seconds left till the half. When Derek Carr threw that fucking pick to Bradley Chubb, who nearly turned it into six, but of course, yeah. you know, a few plays later, suddenly instead of going into the locker room, you know, up seven to six, now they're down thirteen to seven. Yeah. I was like, "What are you guys doing?" Um, they came out swinging in the second half. Nine play drive, nearly all running plays. Uh, and they got a touchdown to take the lead. I mean, I, honestly, I think it was a combination of the Raiders D doing their thing and Drew Locke being just really, really bad at football. <laughs> yes. yes. Uh, Locke was 15 for 22, 153 yards, no touchdowns. He did not throw a pick. Um, but still. You are trash! Yeah. It's like seeing him, like he's like holding the ball too long, like can't make any decision. Uh, I, I hate watching this dude play quarterback. I It kind of felt like they were sort of playing around Derek Carr at one point. Like they just kept feeding the ball to Josh Jacobs. Yeah. Almost like the, the Lions do for mm-hmm. golf. 129 yards rushing on the day. Uh, and because he ran the ball so much, there, there weren't really a, that many possessions in the second half. Mm. Uh, I think against a better team, those turnovers would have killed the Raiders for sure. Yeah. Yeah, um, but they're getting the ball right back. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. they pulled it out. Uh, they go to eight and seven. They occupy the number nine spot uh, with the Colts and the Chargers left to play. So I'm not actually liking their chances very much no. of making it. In the Who's playoffs. in the what? The, so they're out of the playoff hunt still for now. Uh huh. Okay, damn. The Broncos, seventh spot must be taken. I, the seventh spot. I don't know. I can't. <laughs> we have to look that one up. I can't remember. Yeah, who has yeah, it. Get it. Uh, the Broncos are in the eleventh spot with the Chargers and the Chiefs left to play. So I'm thinking they're basically fucked. Yep. Uh, especially if they have to keep playing Drew Locke. I mean, then they're really. Oh shit! Not good. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Ooh-wee. Oh Lord! What happened here? I picked the Cowboys to beat the Washington Football Team, and damn, did they! Lit it up. Fifty six <laughs> to fourteen, dude. Huh? Yeah. Well, okay. Here's what's funny to me. Uh, the Dallas offense. People been talking shit. Mm-hmm. People been saying the defense is what's winning them games. People been asking when's the offense gonna, you know, not be part of the problem. Uh, well, they they certainly decided to take care of that. Dak went twenty eight of thirty nine, three hundred and thirty yards passing, four touchdowns, all of them in the first half. Damn! Run game still didn't really do much, but they didn't really need them. 
It um, took him out in the third quarter. Yeah, I know. That comes out of the game because they're beating their ass so bad. They're just like, oh, you know what? What are we, Joe Burrow? Yeah. What are we, Zach Taylor? Yeah. Going to keep our quarterback out here uh, trying to run the score? And they still were running it up with the with backup. Well, it helps when the uh, opposing quarterback throws an interception on the first snap of the game <laughs> um, or the first snap of their drive, I guess. Um yeah. I don't know what what are you doing on the first play of the game throwing a deep shot like that. I don't No, that's when you do it. It kind of well Madden tip. Here's a Madden tip out there. Yeah, for but those that's, Madden players. Madden is not real for those yeah, of you. Yeah, but you start a game. Santa I, Claus is real, but Madden <laughs> is not. I got the um I got the idea to do this after watching some games and I noticed that especially that um Michael Vick Eagles almost mm. every first play of the game was a play action deep shot. Because everybody wants you to wants to set the tone with the run, especially then. It's like the '70s Raiders. That's what they used to do. Yeah, play action, fake it. Everybody first and, then, and ten, boom, go deep. It's a go route. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Uh, so I, I still believe in that. Go to play action deep. But try in, it out in real life. Uh, it kind of reminds <laughs> me. Madden is real. <laughs> it kind of reminds me of the old saying: like you can't win the game on the first play of the game, but you certainly can lose it. Yeah. Uh, well, mean, no, they didn't have a chance. He was bad. Games. He went seven for twenty-two, one hundred twenty-one yards, one touchdown, two picks. Yeah. But you got to look at look at it like this. This was a continuation of the first game they played the season, except for this time Dak doesn't throw a bunch of picks. You True. know what I mean? True. Because they were just dominating them, and then uh, Dallas makes some errors, and then yep. they give the ball back. But this one, they don't make errors. They played a complete game, and mm. a complete game versus a Washington team like this. 56-14 is what you get. Trayvon Diggs had his 11th interception of the year. Um, the, huh? the other, yeah, <laughs> the other interception was a pick six, or actually, what the kids are calling a thick six uh, to lineman Demarcus Lawrence. Bruh, we talked about it last week. Those three levels. That guy. They man, all were balling. The way he tipped the ball uh, to himself, Again. grabbed it, pulled it in, 40 yards to the house. That was a he. That was a big ass man tiptoeing his way into the end zone. That was something else he, again. Yeah, it's he. Is that two weeks in a row he's done that? Yeah, I don't know if he scored it last one, but he picked it off. He, yeah, he tipped it up to himself. Yeah, Dallas looking good, man. Um, sometimes yeah. uh, I look at Dak and I'm like, what? But sometimes I look they were at beating Dak. these guys up so bad. The the there were the two players on Washington football team on the sidelines throwing punches at each other. Did you I see that? Saw that. Yeah, Jonathan Allen, right? Jonathan Allen and uh, Darren D- Darren Payne, I think is his name. I'm glad you mentioned that because um, one of the most disrespectful things you could do is a mush, right? Mush somebody with your hand and push yeah. their face with your hand is disrespectful. But a little bit higher on the hierarchy. Oh, well, I want to know where you feel about this, but I feel like higher on the hierarchy is the one finger mush. Yeah. That's more disrespectful than the full hand mush. And he one finger mushed him on the sideline. He did. And that's when you throw the right cross, just like he did. <laughs> I, I mean, it's, it, it, I agree with you. Uh, for me, a step higher would be the drink in the face. Drink in the face and spit. Spit is the, the ultimate. You, that, the ultimate. That it doesn't because it's not even dr- spitting. Whole, spitting the drink is above the drink. Spitting spit. S- spitting like, spit. Like, yeah, because that's mucus. your spit. Yeah, you spit a drink on me. Yeah. It's worse than than throwing yeah. a drink on me. Spitting your spit on me. 
Yeah. Because spitting your life the drink is just like <laughs> your life has drink end. mixed with spit. Yeah, yeah. But spit, your spit. Your spit. That's your the, yeah. spit. That's the only from... thing worse you can do is to shit on me. And what am I doing at the time if you can shit on me? Like, I have to be asleep or something. You know what I'm saying? But do you spit on me? That's something you can do, right? Yeah, yeah. So that's the hierarchy right there. I, I wanted to check with you on that. I'm with you. <laughs> These are fight, fighting words begin. Like, the mush, the full hand mush doesn't get a fight. That kid's a push or something. You know, Or maybe mm. try to return the mush. The one finger, I, if somebody mushes me in the face, I'm I'm punching them. Okay, yeah, for sure. Yeah, okay. I I'm with you there. I, I depends on the yeah. situation for the most part, but most likely we're gonna fight. Will you if want to fight me? If it's somebody I don't know and he comes up and, tries and to mushes put his, you, yeah. Whether it's the full hand or a finger, yeah. But the finger is more disrespectful. Yeah, the finger is more disrespectful, and then as we said, yeah, the drink. Sure. <laughs> So everybody take note of that. Uh, <laughs> the, 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 the not allowed, the fighting words hierarchy. <laughs> Dak Prescott threw touchdowns to everyone, <laughs> including Terrence. You get a touchdown. You get like yeah. Oprah, <laughs> including offensive lineman Terrence Steele. Yeah, uh, Dak was dealing, man. Throw five sacks in there for the defense. Plus Shout a out block to punt for a touchdown. Shout out to our favorite two states, Dakota. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dakota Prescott. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, it was a short week for the Washington football team, who uh, was one of the teams that was hit hardest with COVID. Plus, they had a situation last week. This is really horrible, actually. Safety, Deshazer Everett, uh, involved in a car accident oh, where he killed yeah, his girlfriend, who was the passenger. I heard about that, yeah. It's kind of a, I, it's, I didn't know it was a football team player. I, <clears throat> thought, I didn't know. I it was a single it. car thing. I, the cops are saying there wasn't alcohol involved. Maybe there's some other substance. I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, he probably uh, was driving too fast. Probably. Did you not see the Henry Ruggs situation, bro? What the fuck? I know. I'd be driving I speed mean, limit. Totally. Especially anyway. with my family in the car. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um. R- well, RIP, man. We, we have... Um, we have one more game to talk about. Okay. Okay. Uh, what game would that be? Yeah. What game was it? Was it? Uh, it's the Miami Dolphins against yeah <laughs> the Saints. Uh, yeah. What happened man. in this game? I didn't. Um, you, yeah. You only saw the highlights. I didn't see it. I was up. Uh, up watching it. Uh, took. A, I went to bed early. I even took Nyquil to make sure I fall asleep. <laughs> really? I do not recommend that. Uh, but I, I got. I woke up at. I woke up naturally at one thirty. And then was hyped for the game. I'm sorry, you woke up naturally. Yeah, I went to bed at seven o'clock. My body, you know, you know, I don't need much sleep. And then I woke up at one thirty, like let's go, ready to go. Uh, and then I watched the game. Came on an hour later, and uh, it was worth it. Miami comes out second play of the game, pick six. Let's go, baby. Oh my god, pick six. Ian Book. Uh, last time he was in Miami and playing, he played the University of Miami. He threw a pick six, almost exactly. You the real MVP. <laughs> Ian, uh, Ian, uh, yeah. They so we they, that was just the beginning. They're just not gonna want that. <laughs> and Miami just started beating that ass. Nine sacks, just just trashing them around the field. Uh, two or throws a pick, and then you think they're still gonna be in it, but then they uh, they do get a field goal to try to keep it closer. But then Miami just pulls away, and uh, New Orleans couldn't do nothing. They could do nothing. They get they they we couldn't stop the run. <laughs> Jonathan, why you don't have to do that? It's not. <laughs> 
<laughs> you should show some respect to the New Orleans Saints, honestly, because they're a good football team. We couldn't do diddly, <laughs> no, stop, poo, Jonathan. We couldn't no, make it down. We couldn't run the ball. I think it's really, I, I think it's disrespectful to our Saints listeners. I'm totally embarrassed. No, totally stop, come on, stop it. He, they weren't is, that bad. Skip is doing this. They weren't. We got our ass kicked. They were not that bad, honestly. Come on. <laughs> Really? Uh, yeah, we uh, we. Did. They were they were kind. Of, you know they they Run put up a good. No, see, now you're just now you're just. Being, you don't have to worry about them no more. That's just me. Over and over and now. Okay, now it's gone too far. It's gone too far. And over and over. I know the Saints haven't and scored a touchdown in three weeks. Over and over and over, mm. and over uh, again. But honestly, it's good not point. their fault. Good point, right or there. Or is it? They haven't scored a touchdown in three weeks, and this is when they should consider. Bringing a real quarterback in there. We get it, Sean Payton. You're a genius. It's my quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> you're a genius. He was talking about how he really believed in Ian Book. And, and, and this is one of the most complex defenses in the NFL, man. And aggressive. They were doing that zero look and, and confusing the shit out of Ian Book. And Miami feasted <clears throat> on that, his confusion. Well, and, we, we were told that we should, you know, sort of, um, you know, be patient so mm-hmm. we can get a real look. Uh, at, 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 at Ian Book, and um, yeah. I mean the Dolphins seem pretty excited to meet him, <laughs> right? Because then they meet him like nine times. Then they meet him nine times. Yeah, man. There really... were nine times that they met him yeah. behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they said, "Oh yeah, that's that guy, Ian Book." One time he was running to the side and forgot to throw the ball away. He yeah, was like disheveled. <laughs> <laughs> then, then later he learned his lesson. He was running to the side. He's like, "Oh yeah, I got to throw the ball away." Throws it. Right into the Dolphins' hands for one of his two interceptions on the night. Hmm. Uh, I'm not here to pile on to the guy. It's a rookie quarterback. It's first time. The soundboard says otherwise. (laughs) I mean, you sounded like. (laughs) No, it wasn't me. Rookie quarterback, his first uh, game. Um, And it was tough, man. He was going against an exotic defense and a a coach who loves to pick on uh, rookie quarterbacks. So hang in there, Ian. You are trash! (laughs) God damn it, Jonathan. I swear. This is really. I want to apologize. Hey, stand up for your soundboard. I want to apologize to our (laughs) listeners uh, because I think Ian Book is could actually have a promising career in the NFL. (laughs) (laughs) I like picking. I like dunking on uh, Notre Dame quarterbacks anyway. Yeah, uh, fuck Notre Dame. Dame. You're not a real team. All right, um, that was fun. Uh, (laughs) The uh, real MVP. What you got? I'm gonna go Joe Burrow. Oh, really? Um, I, a lot of talk has uh, been swarming around this situation where Ravens uh, defensive coordinator Wink Martindale was talking shit about Joe Burrow before the game. Talking saying, shit. Oh, he's good. I get it, but let's not fit him for a gold jacket just exactly. yet. Exactly. Which I actually agree with. But Joe Burrow goes out. I and his press the post game. I posted a picture of Burrow. In his ugly Christmas sweater yeah, and his yeah. Santa hat, funny dude. Yeah, um, he's got swag, man. Uh, Burrow goes out and lights this Wink Martindale led defense up. Uh, like, I mean, just absolutely set them depleted, on fire. Depleted defense. Whatever. Five hundred twenty-five yards, uh, four touchdowns, breaks the franchise record, fourth uh, highest single game uh, stats in NFL history. Um, He's actually in the three spot because there's two dudes tied for second. Uh, 1990 Houston Oilers Warren Moon threw for 527 yards against the Chiefs back in 
1990, and the Houston Texans' Matt Schaub, believe it or not, threw for 527 yards against the Jags back in 2012. Um, Burrow was just three yards off the mark there. In the number one spot, for you history nerds, um, what's his name? Rams, quarterback, 1951, Norm Van Brocklin threw for 554 yards against the New York Yanks. Wow. Mm-hmm. We do not care. <laughs> well, not a lot of dudes in the 500 club. Okay. Matt Ryan is That's in true. it. It's not a big deal. That's true. <laughs> We're not here to talk about Matt Ryan. Uh, because today, <laughs> I just wanted to say that I think that Joe Burrow is the real MVP. Yeah, he's the man. You're the real MVP. Well, Joe Burrow did that with help. So I'm going to have to disagree with you on well, who's the Well, of course. Everybody needs help, bro. So well, there's one throw person, the ball. Someone's got to catch it. One person who kind of didn't need help, and that's Josh Allen. Mm, that's he true. He put on his cape and carried his team past a good Patriots defense. He kept them off balance, converted third down after third down after third down with his rocket arm and rumbling runs. It was fun to watch, and uh, I'm just going to have to say Josh Allen. You're the real MVP. And I, it hurts me to say this. I was going to say Josh Allen, but I knew that you were going to come in here and grapefruit him today. <laughs> So I was like, I'm just gonna back off of that one and just let him. All right. I'm gonna let We've him. We've had the same MVP. Before. I'm gonna let him suck on that one all by himself. Uh, my trash for the week. Yep. There was a lot of trash this week. I want to say that first. There was a lot of trash this week, uh, but I'm gonna go with the Chargers defense. Nice. Yeah, Chargers defense. They gave up 41 points to the lowly Texans with 23 players on the COVID list. Uh, so I mean, as that was happening, I just felt like. Shame. Shame. <laughs> was the sound for that. Shame. Because there's no way you let this happen, man. They tried to get fancy. They tried, I don't know what they were doing, but uh, the, uh, maybe they felt like Justin Herbert could make it happen for them or something, or, or it didn't matter, or maybe they looked past him looking towards next week. I don't know what happened, but giving up 41 points to a team that's missing 23 players that already has one of the worst, lead, uh, worst uh, records in the NFL, going to be a top five pick. You are trash! Chargers. Uh, I'm going to have to agree with you. Oh. I, I was actually going to say the Chargers, like, just kind of writ large. General, yeah. Right? Because to me, like, when I watch a game, th- to me, th- it's games like this that turn the Chargers home games, like, and make it look like a road game, right? Yeah. Because they have more opposing fans showing up to the games than they do their own. I still don't quite understand why they moved from, L- from, from San Diego to L.A. to share a stadium with the Rams. Yeah, I mean, of weird. all the teams that needs the opportunity to kind of reboot and craft a new identity, it's the Chargers, Yeah. right? Instead, they come out here and they fool us every other week into thinking that because you have this, like, you know, young, sexy quarterback with, like, great flowing hair, right? And he's got, like, one of those smiles that makes you wonder if your pants are still on. I mean, <laughs> the, I don't... I don't understand where what's they, they they're one of these teams like they they really are basically who we thought they were. Yes. And that's you know what I mean like we, we They are who we thought they were. They they to me I feel like are the most dishonest team of 2021. Mm. Good thing they fired the coach for the same result. I don't I'm not a big fan of Brandon Staley actually. I'm uh, starting I'm to feel fan. I'm starting to feel about him the same way you feel about Wack Taylor. Oh. Yeah. This dude is like, I mean, he was like a defensive coordinator for the Rams, for fuck's sakes. Yeah. And, again, 
Rex Burkhead, bro. Are you serious? <laughs> Great is, point. It's only the second time in this guy's this guy's played for over a hundred games. It's only the second time he's ever had a hundred yards. But he's but Staley's met Sean McVay. I know. Okay. I know. I and know honestly, and I want to be like to charge it. Like I actually want to like this team. I really do. Yeah, same. But they just won't let me. <laughs> Help yeah. me like you, Charge. Help me like you. <laughs> okay. Uh, shit, shit got learned. What shit you got learned? Uh, okay. <clears throat> I learned that the Vikings will stop at nothing to beat the NFL record for most one possession games <laughs> in a single season. With 33 seconds left, a Greg Joseph field goal, which had no, you know, had no effect on the final score, really, uh, made the score 30 to 23. And because the wow. Vikings. Uh, the Vikings' 13th one-possession game of the year is what that was. Wow. So they can tie the record next week against Green Bay. Um, and you can't get much more than that. You know what I mean? <laughs> and only- then their last game is against the Bears. So they can they can break the record in the last game against the, against the Bears. Let's go. Wow. The, the Vikings were born for this kind of record. Yes. This is like, if anybody should hold this record of one possession games, it should be the Vikings. We're in every game. It's who you are. We were in every game. It's in game. your DNA. And I fucking like that. I like that, Kirk Cousins. I like it. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, he's on it, too. I totally too. Like, like that. It. You like that. Uh, my shit got learned. The ride isn't over yet. It feels like it's never going to end. Mm. This ride in the AFC. Somehow the AFC North is still wide open. I did, it was funny when I looked at the... They sh- I was watching TV yesterday, and they were showing all the NFC teams that have clinched. Yeah. And then the- next to it, they had all the AFC teams that have clinched. Yeah. And it was just the Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> like, everybody else everybody could be out of the still, playoffs. Yeah. Like, so it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's insane. Uh, the seventh seed of the AFC is still up for grabs between what seems like 10 teams, it feels like. It's you so got the nuts. Browns, you got the Raiders, you got the Ravens, you got all of these teams that could make it. The AFC North could be any one of those teams could be at the top, except for the Steelers, I think. They're the only ones that can't because of tiebreakers. But... Mm. The Browns, Ravens, or uh, Bengals can win that division. It's insanely uh, uh, stressful uh, in the AFC. Yeah. So that's the shit I got to learn is that uh, this ride isn't over. And it seems like it's not going to end until the last fucking game. I love it. The last whistle. I love yeah, it. Yeah, it's great. It's why it's the best sport, man. It's mm, up there. Uh, it's up there. We've had this talk before. <laughs> Scariest team in the AFC. I'm gonna just go ahead and say Chiefs. It just feels like they're getting better and better, peaking at the right time. And uh, do I would not be surprised if they're in the Super Bowl. Mm. I want to say the Chiefs, and I probably should say that they're obviously scary. But I feel like I always say them. Uh, so I decided that this week I'm gonna say the Bills. Um, nah. This to me, and I'm saying this based off of this last game. This was such a like character defining performance for these Bills. Plus, I think their little COVID outbreak forced them to shake up their game plan a little bit, introduce some new pieces to the puzzle. Yeah, I am talking about my man, former Bulldog, McKenzie, again, but it's not a big Mm -hmm. deal. Honestly, seriously, you you know, I I think that these teams, like, sometimes they get into a rut. And being forced to kind of shake up the bag a little bit has kind of made them even just that much more scary. I, I would not want to play this team going into the playoffs. Good point. I do think the Chiefs are probably the better team. Um, but I feel like you can't underestimate a team that has something to prove. Yeah. So I think we're going to go into the championship game with uh, convincing ourselves that the Bills can beat the Chiefs 
And then they'll play the game, and you'll be like, oh, oh, yeah. Oh, what were we thinking? <laughs> exactly. That's what I, I feel think like. They're probably, right. probably going to be the two teams in the championship. Uh, Scarier's NFC team. I'm still going with the Packers, but only because the NFC just seems kind of weak. Because mm. the Packers didn't really, they didn't. I thought they were gonna. Like, I mean, they put nearly it away blew the Browns. Yeah, they nearly blew a four interception. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. I'm a little worried. I got a little more worried, but I just don't see an NFC um, team that's scarier. I I'm gonna say, look, I know this is a bit recency bias, but I am gonna say I think currently the scariest team is the Cowboys. Um, good point. I think that scary, yes, yeah, it's partly yeah. because the defense is playing so good week after week. Uh, and if this is what the offense is going to start looking like, yeah, you can I miss mean, me. Yeah, you, ooh, look the fuck I changed out. my answer. I changed my answer. It's Cowboys. Mm. They're scarier than the Packers right now. I mean, if this is not a fluke, if this is like okay, now the uh, this is now sort of the weekly standard of the offense. It's like oh shit, look yeah. out! <laughs> it's scary. All right. Well, uh, thanks for checking us out. If you want to follow our betting escapades, then uh, go to patreon.com slash NFL. There's other stuff on there, too. Sometimes we put articles up, whatever we can, but we appreciate the support. And uh, so it's patreon.com slash NFL. I think I said that already. But if not, then I've said it twice. Whatever. 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 We do what the fuck Sometimes you say things twice Sometimes so people can twice. remember it. Sometimes you I say talk twice, about my man, like, former Bulldog. I say that like 10 times in every episode. Huh? Huh? <laughs> That's my new thing. Huh? All right. <laughs> we'll be back soon with the preview of week 17. So Let's stay Talk about tuned some for playoff that. scenarios. Playoffs? <laughs> talk about playoffs? You kidding me? <laughs> great. Great. Uh, thanks for listening. This has been Jonathan Rollins. Give me Sarah. And we'll be back very soon. Hey. Later, y'all. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.